In our reading today from the prophet Daniel, there's a, uh, it's, it's a line you mightn't even notice as you're reading through the story of King Nebuchadnezzar building this statue. Bless us, we hear so often in the Old Testament building golden statues that people are supposed to adore. Can we not learn the first time that that doesn't really work out well? Okay, anyway. Uh, so, King Nebuchadnezzar makes this statue. He wants everyone to uh, adore it. And it's, it's funny, because he says, I mean, I made the statue. So obviously if you make something that makes you, you superior to whatever you've made, so how, can I, how on earth can you make something superior to you? How can you make something that's a god? You know, it just makes no sense, even logically. But anyway, these were Jews, Sadrach, uh, Meshach, and Abednego. So they said, no, we will not. First commandment, love the Lord your God, all your heart, soul, and strength. Do not make any other gods. So they said they would not fall into idolatry. No, we will not adore this statue. Okay, but then the next line is what I find so uh, poignant. Okay, so the king asks them, will you adore the statue? They said, your question hardly requires an answer. The cheek, I love it. The absolute courage of these lads. I mean, like these kings back in the day, your pharaohs, <clears throat> your kings of, of Babylon, so modern day Iraq-ish, uh, these, these, these men are hugely powerful. Not just like powerful, like, you know, uh, you know, like the president of America is powerful. These people could, like, there was, there was no higher authority. So they could just go kill him and him now. And that's it. Like, it was, it was done. You know, there was no need for, like, a, a process. Or, and these, these men could end your life in, in a whim. Just, just like that. You know, so, like... <laughs> people approach them with fear and trembling, would not turn their backs on them, would, would approach them with their heads bowed and so on and so forth. Like they, they treated them like, like royalty. They treated them like gods. And often these leaders acted like gods. So to speak to King Nebuchadnezzar with such courage, like it, we read it as if it's completely normal. This, this man, this man could have ended your life. The, actually, and he, that's what he aims to do. He aims to, to end them. Your question hardly requires an answer. But if God, the one we serve, is able to save us from the burning, fiery furnace and from your power, King, he will save us. Now, this is the important bit. And even if he does not, even if God does not save us from the burning, fiery furnace, so even if we end up getting burnt alive, even if, if that's our lot, we still will not serve O king. Right? There's like, there's like, it's just, to be able to say that, like, you know, because I'm, uh, this, is, this is the difficult thing about, about prayer. We have to have great faith in God, great faith that, 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 that he is powerful, that he can do all things. And at the same time, as we spend so much time here, you know, balancing our understanding of God, at the same time, it may be that I don't get exactly what I want when I want how I want it. So it, it may be that I pray for someone's healing and that they die. I just, so this, is, this, is, this reading is very, very important, you know, uh, for all of us who have prayed for things that we didn't get. Back when I was younger, um, there was a song by a country singer from America known as Gareth Brooks, and it was called Unanswered Prayers. And uh, I remember that I was quite taken by a particular young lady in 
my school in secondary school. In fact, I chose to do business studies because she did business studies. And I chose to do French because she did French. Um, then it was a choice between history and engineering and engineering one because there was no way I was giving up engineering for her. Anyway, she didn't even know. Whatever. Uh, so, so I did business organization in French because of her. Just for the chance of possibly maybe being able to sit beside her on one or two occasions a year. Uh, all right. And my hope had been that one day she would drop a business organization book and I would pick it up and she would go <laughs> and fall helplessly in love with me. That was the plan, anyway, that was the plan. Um, and I dare say I even prayed for it. Not that she would drop a book, but I, I prayed that, that she would, that, that you know, things would, you know, work out and boy meets girl and so on and so forth. That was the plan. And I prayed for it. And, uh, yeah, nothing happened. <laughs> and here I am today. So, so at times we can be praying for things that we don't get because God has a bigger plan, a better plan. So we can be praying for things that we don't get. And, and, and like, so we're praying for something. And again, we have to pray with trust and pray with faith. And yet, there's this kind of caveat almost, you know. He's able to save us from the burning, fiery furnace. And even if he does not, and even if he does not, you must know, O king, that we will not serve your God or worship the statue you have erected. So we have to pray for something. And yet at the same time be able to say, and Lord, even if I don't get it, even if I don't get this, I will still love you. Even if I don't get this, I still follow you. Even if I don't, if you do not grant what I have asked for, I will not turn my back on you. Because I love you for who you are, not for what you give me. And isn't that coming closer like, to what the essence of love is? You know, when you love your mom, your husband, your wife, your brother, your sister, not because they do stuff for you, not because they, they cook well or tidy well or make you feel amazing. You, you love them for who they are. You love your, like, it's, 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 it's so apparent uh, with a newborn. You know, what does a newborn do? They cry, they require regular nappy changes, and very often, right after you change the nappy, they decide they need to go again. Okay, so you've the job just done. And here we go again, round two. You know, and you're changing nappies, and there's nappies coming in. And it's only one child. What if you have twins? What if you have triplets? My goodness. All right? It must be incredible. Okay, so, and what does a child do to thank you? It wets itself again. That's actually what it does. <laughs> or later that night, it's going to keep you up three, four, five times. That's how it will thank you. And the following morning, when you're, like, you're having a beautiful night with your little Baba close to you, and you are wrecked, right? No Chinese torture. Like, your, your, hair, your face is dragging, your hair is down, you know what I mean? There's still baby goo everywhere, <laughs> all right? And what they do to thank you? Nothing. Nothing. In fact, if anything, what they do to thank you is they demand more. That's it. And you, and you look at them and go, Aww. but they've done nothing to earn it. Nothing. So when we talk about being God's children, you see, this is what we're talking about. Like God loves us because we're his, not because we've earned something. Do you know, we're not perfect. 
we're hopefully we'll get closer to perfection than where we are now, but we're, we're, it's not that God will love us when we're perfect. God loves us because we're his children. Like God wants us to love him in a similar way. That we love him not because we understand him, because we never will. Or we love him not because he always gives us exactly what we want. He'll always give us what we need, but not always what we want. So there are times when, when things will not go as we plan. And this is when like, things get very difficult. You know, we get requests in here to pray for people who've had a miscarriage. Like just really hard, painful uh, and, and kind of silent, hidden crosses like that, or addiction, or when someone dies. I was just talking to, to a man yesterday, I was in town, getting a bit of steel to fix up a trailer outside, and, uh, and he was talking to me about his brother, who died of alcoholism, just four years older than me. And he said, like, just, I, I just wanted a bit of steel, we ended up talking for half an hour about, about alcoholism and addiction and and how to, how, how, to, how to deal with that, how to, how to accept that. Because he said, I, I, I tried to help him, maybe I could have tried more, and you know, we brought him to different centers, and he said, I'm grand, I'm grand, I'll be fine, there's nothing wrong with me, I'll be fine, and he wobbling his way in, you know? Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, anyway, we just had this, this long conversation, and it was just, it's just these are kind of, this is where real life kicks in, and we're praying for something that we don't get. And this can really rock your faith, you know? You're praying for a husband, and you're praying for a wife, or you're praying for children, or you're praying for a job, or you're praying for the end to some family problem, crisis, disunity. You're praying for these things, and, and they don't come. Or they don't come at least when you wanted them, or within the time frame that you had wanted. Even so many parents here have been praying for kids, their children who maybe aren't practicing anymore. And you're praying, and it's two years, three years, four years, and they're still not coming back to Mass. So this isn't to say that God never answers our prayers. Of course not. God, this is, it's really important yeah, to, to understand this one well. When we pray, when we pray, we don't always necessarily get what we asked for. But when we pray, we always get God. When we pray, we always get the Lord. When you pray, you've just spent some time with him. You've opened your heart to him in faith. You're starting to, to walk with him on a deeper level. So I mightn't get the girlfriend I always wanted. And that, that prayer is really old now, by the way. That's, that's a long, long time ago. Um, but so I mightn't get the relationship I always wanted. But the Lord had something else planned. I mightn't get the husband that, that, that I wanted or planned or... I always get the Lord. I always get him. And if I can learn to, to walk with him, even though I don't get what I want immediately, then my faith grows in leaps and bounds because I'm not loving him because he gives me things. I'm loving him because of who he is, that he's God, that he's my, my savior, my redeemer, my creator, my father. That's a, that's a different level of love altogether rather than we have a great relationship because he gives me what I want. So it can be difficult. This, uh, how to maintain the balance of having, having faith in prayer and yet accepting God's will. And that's where I think the example of Our Lady is so important, you know. She prays, she asks, but then she finishes with, let it be done unto me according to your word. 
so we can pray and we can ask, but Lord, ultimately, Lord, may, may your will be done in me. May your will be done in me. I don't see the full picture. I, I see a very, very small and short part of this story. So may your will be done in me. Just, Lord, stop me from getting in the way. Keep me from getting in the way of your plan. And so if there's something that needs to be pruned from me or taken from me, Lord, if that serves the bigger picture, the greater purpose, the salvation of souls, eternal life, well then grant me the grace to carry it. You can save us, Lord, but even if you do not, we will not stray from you. We will not look to golden statues or other faiths or other spiritualities to fill the gap. You are enough for me, Lord. And how does the Lord answer? He sends an angel to miraculously protect these three Jews in the burning, fiery furnace. There are some lines left out here where in his fury... King Nebuchadnezzar asks that more coal and wood be thrown on the fire to stoke it up even more, so much so that the soldiers throwing the fuel in were consumed. That's how, you know, it's, that's how intense this fire was. And these three are inside. And Nebuchadnezzar converts. So the Lord does have a purpose. His plan does work. Lord, grant us the faith to hold on even when we don't get what we want when we want it, and that we may emulate and imitate our Lady's faith. Be it done unto me according to thy word. Amen.